M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E. Welcome to Quarantinema, a.k.a. Quarantinema, a.k.a. Quarantine Enema, the only podcast where we don't know how to say the name of the show. My name is Connor Sullivan. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, okay, today we got a classic movie that I honestly don't... I, I think it's very overrated, and I, I haven't felt this way before, but after this viewing of it, I, I don't know. I just I, I really did not enjoy this movie uh, as much as I have or as a lot of other people do uh so we're we're gonna be talking about full metal jacket uh one of uh well what is uh, what people say is one of the great vietnam war movies uh and understandably so you know you got stanley kubrick you got uh you know a lot of memorable scenes and dialogue and uh you know the ideas and stuff like that uh but upon further viewing of it i actually don't enjoy this movie and it's not like a like okay, like I acknowledge that there are very cool things done in the movie from a you know from a filmmaking perspective and uh, things like I'll I'll get into that stuff in a little more, uh, but as far as just like my pure enjoyment of the movie, like I don't <laughs> uh, I, I I enjoy very little of this movie. Uh, I think that it, okay, so I think my big takeaway from watching it this time uh, was that if uh, Arlie Ermy Ermy, Emery, Ermy, uh, R. Lee Ermy doesn't make, doesn't have the performance that he has in this movie. The movie would suck ass. <laughs> like it would just be an absolute. Like he's the only inter- somewhat entertaining character in this movie, uh, and and you're and you're designed to hate him, but. You know, you can't help but, <laughs> at least I couldn't help but, you know, enjoy, enjoy at least enjoy him the most. Um, he plays uh, uh, Sergeant Harmon. He's the Hartman. He's the, uh, the, the drill, uh, drill sergeant for uh, boot camp that uh, all these soldiers are going through. And some of the soldiers uh, that get highlighted, going through the cast real quick, you got Matthew Modine as Private Joker, Vincent D'Onofrio as Private Pyle. Uh, and then you have uh, Private Cowboy. Uh, he's played by Arliss Howard, who uh, I, I he's one of those like faces where it's like I see him in the movie. I'm just like, who the fuck is this guy? Like I know I've seen him in something. He plays John Henry in Moneyball. That sneaky little fucking. He just had to go and ruin baseball this season. Had to go and ruin baseball this year. Uh, but anyway, uh, and you know that's all that you know. There's other there's other candidates uh, kind of candidates. Uh, Marines uh, that are that are in training during the movie, but uh, really there's only a couple of characters that they focus on. Uh, the movie's kind of in two parts. There's the boot camp part, and then there's the actual being in Vietnam part. Uh, two very different movies. The boot camp part is far and away the more entertaining of the two, uh, because and that is strictly just because of the you know the scenes with uh, Sergeant Hartman um, and you know his just constant berating of Private Pyle. Uh, his, I don't know, uh, Arlie Emery, like, you know, he's a, you know, he's a real life military guy. Like this is what he does, uh, what, or what he did. He passed away a few years ago and, uh, unfortunately, uh, but like, the, the, you know, this is what he did. He was a drill sergeant, uh, in the military and Stanley Kubrick, who's, uh, you know, legendary director, you know, uh, but also legendarily difficult on set. Uh, and, and, you know, there, there's thousands of stories about the shit that this guy pulled on set. Uh, not only with this movie, but, uh, you know, a lot of his other ones, like The Shining and uh, 2001 Space Odyssey, Eyes Wide Shut. Um, uh, but he, like, he saw this guy just 
ad like he he let this dude ad lib all his lines. He couldn't write anything better than what this guy had to say, which I think is just fucking awesome to begin with. Uh, Arlie Emery, he was nominated for a Golden Globe for the movie. I think he should have been nominated for an Oscar. Uh, I admit that I don't know any of the movies that are from 1987 uh, for the Academy Awards, so I don't really have anything to compare it to. But uh, that being said, um, it, it, he's just so fucking good. He makes the entire movie. If he if he's not in this movie, playing the character and getting the freedom that you know he you know Stanley Kubrick gives him, the movie sucks. They're like because none of the characters in on any like in in both uh, you know halves of the movie there's not there's no interesting characters. Private Joker, the main guy, he's kind of like the main protagonist, but he's not so much a protagonist as he is just like our guide, you know, through Vietnam and you know all this sh- all the wild shit you see and and I wouldn't call it really a descent into madness, kind of like The Shining and whatnot, but it's more of like just an observation of like this is what war will do to people and uh, it's you know this is just what people accept uh, as their as you know as their new reality it shows the horrors of war uh, you know in certain aspects but uh, and I'll get into this in a little bit but you know he plays Private Joker and Private Joker is just not a very interesting character uh, in my opinion uh, he's not he's a he's not likable he's kind of a dick uh, but he's not like a likable dick. He's just a smart ass. He had, and it, his, all this dialogue is more or less shitty. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I mean, really, the dialogue throughout the entire movie is shitty, unless it's uh, you know Hartman yelling a private pile. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know. Just something about watching it this time. I just kind of like had this like epiphany, and like I, I mean, I've seen like I don't know how many times I've seen this movie. Maybe call it like a dozen. Um, maybe a little more than that, and, like, I've always enjoyed it, and maybe it was just the mood I was in yesterday, I don't know, but just, like, watching this movie, I was just like, this movie's actually pretty dumb. <laughs> like, the, okay, so the, as I've said, you know, I, I love all the stuff with Private Hartman, but when it's just, like, the, uh, you know, uh, the privates talking to each other, like, the dialogue, like, in the barracks and stuff like that, the the, the dialogue is dumb. The performances I honestly don't think are that great. I mean, Matthew Modine's fine. Vincent D'Onofrio you know, plays a good, lovable idiot as Private Pyle. Um, but, like, there's no character to root for throughout. And then once you get to Vietnam, everyone's, you know, everyone's an asshole. So there's no, there isn't really any, like, juxtaposition. Like, yeah, there's people, you know, Private Joker has, you know, he's somewhat the moral one. Um, but at the same time, it's just like... You know, like like he's a, he's kind of a scumbag too. So, I don't know. It, it, it's tough. The the actual scenes in, in Vietnam, honestly, the the action is not that good, <laughs> in my opinion. It looks a little silly. I and okay, it's to to take a step back and stop you know bashing the movie and everything. Movie it looks incredible. Uh, the you know just the set designs and some of the camera movements that they do, uh, particularly like there's one scene where um, they're they're sneaking up on the city and like the cameras it's a steady cam shot but like they're following like one you know one soldier like you know he's taking cover and then he runs out and he takes cover again and then it picks up and immediately follows the next guy and they kind of just like follow this pattern uh, I don't know it's a very very cool shot one of my favorite in the movie uh, so all the Vietnam stuff looks absolutely incredible uh, aesthetically but then like the action itself is just not very engaging and I think part of that is because we don't really get to know 
any of the characters or care about any of the characters. Like, in a lot of these war movies, and, okay, I'm not going to use Saving Private Ryan just because, you know, that's a that's the go. That's a tough one to compare it to. But let's say, like, okay, let's let's go with another Vietnam movie. Like, Plat- uh, Platoon, for example. Not my favorite movie, but still a very, very, very good Vietnam movie, nonetheless. I think it's kind of the, the Vietnam movie, but, I mean, there's, there's just so many of them. Um, but, like, that scene, like, you know, you're invested in what happens to a lot of the characters because you get to know them on a personal level, and there's some that you actually start to root for. Uh, you know, you're taken inside their minds and uh you know in like the platoon in that movie like they're kind of split down the middle you know the you know the guys who are like smoking dope and you know embracing vietnam and all that stuff and then there's like the hard ass you know we're here to kill you know they're they're there to kill the enemy uh you know that those kind of guys um but like so at least like you have like there's people to root for there's protagonists and antagonists you're at least able to like pick a side uh, now, ah, shit, the Red Sox just gave up a home run. I'm watching this one while watching... I'm, I'm recording this while watching the Red Sox. And sure enough, we're fucking losing to the Rays again. Uh, I also pulled up... Oh, okay. I also pulled up uh, the Oscars from 1987. Um, or 88, I guess. Sean Connery won uh, Best Supporting Actor for The Untouchables. Uh, Albert Brooks was also in there for Broadcast News. Albert Brooks keeps coming back, man. We just talked about him on Finding Nemo and Drive. Uh, over the last couple episodes, but Albert Brooks just keeping a presence on the show. Uh, Morgan Morgan Freeman for Street Smart. Street Smart. I haven't seen that. Vincent Gardenia for Moonstruck. I've heard of the movie. I have not heard of the man. And Denzel Washington for Cry Freedom. So I don't know, but put just put Arlie Emery in there. Take Vincent Gardenia out there, just because I don't know who he is. Um. Anyway, what was I talking about? Uh, the okay, okay. So like, uh, you know, other like war movies. Uh, you know, when someone gets shot or someone, uh, you know, like in the main like group that you're following, something you know, so, something happens to them. You're invested in the characters, so that's what makes it, you know, a little more interesting to you. But just everyone in like this squad is just so bad. <laughs> like, like it doesn't really seem like there's any good guys. Uh, I, I don't know, but they're just maybe that's the point that Kubrick's going. Excuse me, uh, Kubrick's going for. I don't really know. Uh, either way, it doesn't like it makes. Okay, like the scene where um, oh, what's his name? It's uh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I have it pulled up right here. Uh, eight ball, like the scene where eight ball is getting shot over and over again. Like first of all, the slow motion they're doing and and like the his like overacting in the scenes. Very, very dumb. <laughs> uh, just it looks absolutely silly uh, nowadays. I'm sure at the time, you know, it was groundbreaking and Kubrickian and all this stuff. But at the t- now, no, it looks kind of stupid. Uh, so, but like Eight Ball is like he's a dick. Like Eight Ball is a a dick with apparently a very large dick uh, in this movie. But like it's hard to like the guy. So I don't like I don't care that he's getting shot and I don't care that his friends are watching him get shot because they're not doing anything and you know every time he gets shot they just start firing and firing and firing again and nothing to no avail and it's just I don't know it's just, the, like, it's just dumb it's just so dumb to me I, I, it's just not in, engaging not entertaining um, that, but yeah just I, honestly like this time when I watched the movie the entire second half of the movie like the scenes that take place like in Vietnam I, I, I wasn't interested in anything I, I don't know uh, just not. I I, didn't, I don't care about any of the characters in this movie, and, I, and like I'm not a hater. Like you, like we've 
you know, you've been listening to me for 60-something episodes now, it feels like. And, like, I'm not a hater. I love most of these movies. I love most of the movies that I own. That's why I own them, because I like them. Uh, but then watching this one, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm being, I'm being a hater. I'm, I'm drinking the hatery, and that's, you know what, that's just how it's going to be. So, uh, but anyway, a couple more things uh, before we get to Did You Know, so, uh, you know, this is going to be a shorter episode. Uh, I do, I, one of the things that the movie is also known for, uh, I mean, the, the, there's thousands of production stories about this movie and how, you know, how horrible it was. I'll get into that a little bit in Did You Knows, uh, but uh, one of the, the stories that always sticks out is Vincent D'Onofrio had to gain like 80 pounds or something like that to play Private Pile, and I mean, he must have been really skinny for it because he honestly doesn't even look that big in this movie, uh, but... No, I mean, Private Pyle is just a... He's, it's a sad character, uh, really. You know, just a guy who's got no one on his side. Uh, just can't get out of his own way. I don't know how he got into the Marines in the first place, but, I mean, I don't really... Maybe he was drafted, I don't know. I'm not I'm not 100% sure how all that stuff worked. Uh, but, I, I don't know. I thought... He <laughs> just seemed like a fish out of water, kind of. And, you know, and, and you know him and uh, you know Sergeant Hartman, they're having their... Like him, like just constantly berating <laughs> Pile is it, like it's very funny at times, but it's at certain sometimes you're just like, oh my god, like this just doesn't stop. Like the first like forty five minutes, it's just forty five minutes of this man screaming at this guy who doesn't get it, <laughs> and it's just clearly not cut out to be a soldier, and he's just trying and he's trying to make a soldier out of him. You know, he's just doing his job, but you know, obviously he does. You know, he does the whole Stanley Kubrick going crazy thing and you know he's his head's tilted down and he's, his eyes are looking up he gets the Kubrick eyes um, but I mean it it's on like yeah like he's known for like being big but at the same time like it, it, like it's not like it, I don't know like if anyone's like the character that like you're supposed to feel bad for in this movie it's this guy like there's anybody in the in the sh- movie that you can empathize with <laughs> it's pile but you know he you know goes crazy he goes crazy and ends up uh, you know shooting himself and you know you don't really get to it, there's no like there's no arc well I, his arc goes down not up <laughs> it's it's more of a dip uh, than an arc so to speak but uh but but yeah that's the other thing there's also no arc throughout most of the movie i feel like you know there's like yeah, I mean, you kind of have Joker. Like he comes in green, and he want you know he says all the stuff like I want to be the first kid in my block with a confirmed kill, uh, and when he finally gets one, you know, you see it change him and stuff like that. And then I, I don't know, just it it I don't know, but it's still not that engaging because he's not a very likable character. Um, but anyway, tell you what, uh, I'm just gonna get into the did you knows here because I. Th- I th- I, I don't know. I don't have much to say. I like, like I said, I just wasn't super impressed uh, with the movie. The camera work is great. I'll give it that, um, and I'll I'll, t- I'll touch on that in a second here. But um, and the movie was nominated for one Oscar. It was best ad- uh, adapted screenplay. Disagree, but it's Stanley Kubrick, so he was going to get you know whatever he wanted anyway. Uh, okay, so first, did you know? Uh, Okay, uh, in the first part of the movie, in the sequence inside the barracks during the drill, a special lens was designed to keep every single recruit in focus. Director Stanley Kubrick intended that no one was special and that they all had the same treatment. Uh, I, I think that's great. I think that's great when, 
you know the camera helps tell the story obviously well it, it's you know it's mo- you know in movies the camera's always telling the story and stuff like that but when you can get a little creative with stuff like this uh, you know uh, the idea that like no one is special, no one is a you know special flower and things like that. Using a lens where everyone is the same is kind of cool. Uh, I don't know. I just I think that's the and I like I've watched this movie a bunch. I I've read that. Did you know? So I did know that. Uh, but now I know like the scene they're talking about and stuff like that. And like you're kind of able to like look out for it. So like if you're like film nerds, it's kinda, it's you know it's cool. It's a cool shot. It, this is a very well shot movie. As much as I've hated on it so far, cinematography is very good. Uh, but that being said, everything else <laughs> leaves a little something to be desired on my end. Um, okay, a second. Did you know uh, one scene cut from the movie showed a group of Marines playing soccer. The scene was cut because the shot revealed that they were kicking a human head, not a soccer ball. It's a little fucked up. <laughs> a little fucked up, even for this movie. Uh, but yeah, probably good that they cut that out. I don't re- I mean... No, that, like, I don't, I don't see what that adds to the movie. Like, I, maybe it was a ratings thing, but who knows. Uh, but, I mean, I, like, I feel like, St- like Stanley Cooper like, gets his point across clearly. It's just like... He's also just, like, beating you over the head with it, like, throughout the movie, so maybe playing soccer with the head is not the way to go about that. Um, <laughs> okay, third and final, did you know? Uh, according to an interview with Vincent D'Onofrio, uh, the production schedule for the film was so drawn out that lead actor Matthew Modine got married, conceived a child with his wife, and the child was born, then turned one years old, all during the course of filming, so... Let's break that down. So, conceived a child. That's nine months right there. I'm, it doesn't say when they got married. Um, so, conceived a child. Uh, and then another... So, that's nine months. And then it took another year. Uh, so, the kid, the kid turned one. That's That puts you at 22... No, 21 months of production at least. <laughs> and assuming that, you know, they were there for a little bit. So, you're... Like, that's almost two years making this one movie. And then, I don't know, it just like, it, like, it, it's not like, it's not like it's a, this terrible, god-awful movie. It's just like, I, this is, this is, movie is just so overrated to me. Like, I don't understand people's obsession with it. I think it's just like the name association with it. Like, you know, it's, it's Stanley Kubrick, so people just, you know, say it's, you know, this genius piece of art and blah, blah, blah. But like, and, and you know what? The, and there is some merit to you know what you know. There is some merit to that. But at the same time, this movie is not entertaining at all. If Sergeant Hartman's not in it, so one of the all-time, <laughs> just many, many, many of the best insults in cinema history come out of this man's mouth. And the fact that the guy came up with it on the spot is even, but it just makes it even better. So um, I don't know. I feel like I've said all I've. I'm really going to be able to say about this one. I'm just, I don't know. I wasn't looking forward to watching this one. And, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, it almost, it, it's a bummer when this, ha- when this happens. Like, I, I haven't really hated on a lot of movies uh, during this whole project. And I always like when I get a chance to. Uh, just because, just because you know, when you're talking about movies you love, like, I, I feel like I praise so many of these movies and I talk about why they're so awesome. Uh, so when I finally get a chance to actually like tear one down, uh, it, it's a little exciting, but at the same time it's just like, oh man, like I have <laughs> to talk about a movie I didn't like. 
Uh, all right, so I think that's going to do it. We're going to rate the movie on a scale of one to five hazmats, and uh, I am going to give this a two and a half. I'm definitely in the lower tier of the movies that I own. Uh, again, just very, very little entertainment from this. Um, I mean, I, I've said it a bunch of times. Like, if Sergeant Hartman's not in it, the movie's not good. But the fact is, he is in it. So, you know, his scenes are the best. But once, like, the whole back half of the movie, I, like, I'm not invested in any of the characters. You know, the, the story's a little hard to follow. It's, and, like, the dialogue, it's just, like, it's trying so hard to, like, make these, like, powerful statements and be a little more uh, what's the word here um, I don't know well, it's, it, this movie thinks it's a lot smarter than it really is in my opinion it's it's it just overcomplicates its message so much even though the message is a very simple one it's just like dude like we get it like Vietnam was bad uh, and it, you know it does stuff to soldiers <laughs> but anyway that's uh, you know that's my that's my shtick I'm gonna I'm gonna stop hating it's it's Wednesday. Uh, this is me getting over the hump. <laughs> we're, in the, we're in the back half of the week now. Uh, okay, so that being said, you can follow uh, the show on uh, social media. Uh, you can follow us at Quarantinema Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, you can also subscribe to the show. Uh, we actually just hit a thousand downloads uh, this week, so that's that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I'm not sure about uh, numbers. The system I use. To like streamline everything across all the different uh, you know platforms, uh, I'm not a- able to see how many like plays it gets because like I know people like listen to the show and they don't like download it. Uh, I mean that's what I do with most of my podcasts, uh, but I'm only able to see the people who download it. And we hit a thousand downloads, so and uh, so I'm assuming uh, that you know there's people who are just listening to the episodes without downloading them. So thank you very much for that, everyone. That's very very cool. I actually should have let off the show with that. That's uh, some really exciting news. Uh, but yeah. Tell your friends. Remember, if if you're a fan of the show, you'll you'll know how many friends you're supposed to tell. Uh, but if you're not, maybe you should go back a couple episodes. I mentioned it in a, in a couple of weeks, so go back see how many friends you're supposed to tell about the show. Uh, that's all I got, everyone. Thank you very much. Um, remember, don't be a hero. Stay inside and watch a movie.